Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing that lasts in the power Welcome to Second Take Podcast review of High School High, starring John Lovitz, Tia Carrera, Louise Fletcher, Mekki Pfeiffer, and Melinda Williams. Written by David Zucker, Robert Lokash, and Pat Proft, and directed by Hart Kochner. Oh, don't worry about it. All the teachers lose their car on the first day. I'm Sebastian. Frank Abdul, please report to the principal's office. One of your fathers is here. <laughs> and I'm Alex. You know, you remind me of myself at your age, except I was white and had both parents. I lived in the suburbs. I didn't have any brothers or sisters. Maybe you remind me of somebody else. <laughs> I'm Andy Schossler. <laughs> and welcome to our review of High School High. Great. Why are we here? Andrew, regale us with a story. Now, well, welcome firstly to our trilogy of garbage <laughs> yeah. or trash trilogy or well, what, what was I calling this? The, trash the three movies of the apocalypse, whatever you want to phrase them as. Well, I originally picked it because I, I remembered we were talking about sort of guilty pleasure films that we um, Technically, I agree because that's yeah. Master of Disguise is a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Napoleon Dynamite is <laughs> no, that's garbage. <laughs> it's a garbage film for garbage people. <laughs> this this isn't a, a terribly well known or popular film. Uh, in fact, I don't know. I don't know many people who have who have seen it before. Did you guys? Had no, you guys no, seen this before? Never. I was kind of aware of this film, and by that I mean I've seen Coach Carter. Right. It was. <laughs> This was this was made in 1996. So same year as uh, Happy Gilmore. Um, Jingle All the Way. Good those, films. Those sorts of comedies, yeah. that, that, that sort of time. Sneaky right. thing. We're doing Jingle All the Way this yeah, Christmas. Right. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. I'm unavailable. It's a great movie. Are you kidding? It is a great movie. He's going to get the Turbo Man. I can't do the voice. Can you do the voice? <laughs> turbo time. Yeah, it's Turbo time, Alex. You're going to do it. It's not Christmas anymore. It's Turbo time. <laughs> And Sinbad, come on. Sinbad I would is actually to- legitimately prefer if they replace Christmas with Turbo Time. It's just like the world we'd live in if, it, if every time. When are you going to put up your Turbo Time tree? <laughs> Doesn't it just like, yeah, Merry Jesus, Turbo Time. Jesus aside, it sounds better this way. I'm just saying. Turbo Time. All right, so we wish you a very Turbo Time. So this film, I didn't see this in the cinema. Neither. But in. In those we had in our in our small town we had one cinema Ooh. with one screen Bougie. and a very old owner who didn't really get many films in. <laughs> so I don't even know if this was 
ever played in the in the cinema in my hometown because I saw it for the first time on a video, as you do with, you know, it did with with many films at the at the time in the nineties yeah. when I was, you know, back in. What year was this? Those olden days. 96. No, 96. Oh, we came were out. We would not have understood anything. Yes, I was in my <laughs> mid-teens when I, when, when I saw this. And it was just another one of those comedies. But I particularly liked John Lovitz. Um, I still do. And it was nice to see him in the leading role. I think this is the only leading role he's ever had. Hey, you love John Lovitz, but do we love it's this film i don't know i'm gonna workshop that one and put it into the show notes but you, you follow literally ruined a joke i had later but anyway oh, okay Bye. I, i'm gonna part okay. i'm gonna part the kimono here i've already put it into the show notes so you're welcome Thanks. yeah well done did we love it you'll find out see so, so during this review <laughs> so you guys had seen this for the first time for this review yes, yes. okay now, full disclosure, we we did we've done comedy recently, in fact, and we kind of said, oh, let's because we before we yeah. had you know established this, well, like let's maybe try and avoid comedies because they're so subjective when it comes to the a humor. little bit, yeah. And yeah. I'm unfortunately when it comes to comedies, unless I've seen it before, I tend to and, and I've liked it the first time, I tend to be more of a social laugher than anything else. So I laughed once this entire film, but I still enjoyed it more than I did Napoleon Dynamite okay. because yeah. I could recognize that's funny. I yes. just, I, just yeah. I struggled just with a laugh and I'm by myself. Like I'm currently rewatching all the Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I've got nothing okay. else to do with my life. And I'll occasionally get a random chuckle if there's a joke that I didn't catch <laughs> the first time you know, or the second time. But, um, yeah, totally but all in all, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, like I just struggled to laugh by myself. You could play the same scene to me five times in a row and if on the fifth time someone's in the room with me, I'll probably have a, cu- a bit of yeah. a laugh. But it's because I'm trying to pretend to be a functional human being. Oh. I'm the same. Yeah. I laughed more at this while watching with my wife than I would have watching it on my own. Yeah, I laughed on the inside because I watched it by myself. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> I mean. Well, like, yeah. I could recognise, oh, that's kind of funny. But once actually made yeah. me audibly yeah, enjoy a chuckle and even then I can't... Oh, I'm going to have to try and remember what scene it was. I should have written it down. There was one scene in this whole damn film that made me do it. And I was like, oh, you, you won't was forget it, that. Was it the fight he had with Paco in the library? When, no. When he, abdu- uh. <laughs> he abducts Victoria. It was the fight where he's taking on the principal ah, and yeah. he's, he's in front of all the battered women during like the thing. Ah, perfect, and yeah. him yeah. and the yeah. principal are in the exact position yeah. of the man strangling yeah. the woman on the poster wearing the same yeah. outfits. That was the laugh. I was like, yep, cool, you got she, me. Yeah. She's holding her suitcase in the same way. She's, yes. she's got her arm up on the side as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was the one that made me laugh. Just to, yeah. just to get a little bit of women battery. <laughs> Look, there's Hilarious. an even bigger man and he's got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I knew coming in what we were getting into here, but I was genuinely taken aback by John Lovitz in a starring role. He's good, isn't he? Jo- he was, was John Lovitz in Rat Race? Yes. Yep. Wasn't that like a, well, I know that was like a- It's an ensemble, yeah. Ensemble yeah. cast, but like it was- Yeah, he played, he played a major part in that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I'm not used to him not being as slimy as he normally comes across. Because right. he was a little bit in this film because it's John Lovitz, but- Like, you mean all the women objectification? He, my my biggest memory of him is him in Little Nicky, where he's like the pervert in the tree. Yes. And yeah. that's kind of yeah. John Lovitz' career for me. Right. Playing that yeah. kind of character. <laughs> I enjoy him in Rat Race too. And actually, my, I think my favorite role for him is The Wedding Singer. Just a small yes, bit. Yeah, of, sleazy guy in that too. My yeah. God, he's lost his mind. <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. Like, oh, it's some good stuff. But once again, yeah, sleazy. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. I'd say we should review it, but we're never doing comedies ever. Well, John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. Just we're gonna be picky. John Lovitz yeah. is Rat SNL. Rat Race. He's SNL alumni. Oh. Ah. He did. He did oh, SNL. Yeah. After the first, um, the first batch with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, and then the uh, second batch with the Gremlins. And then <laughs> so I think he was on SNL at the same time as Adam Sandler. Oh. He has he has been in a few Adam Sandler projects. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why I know him from like I said, Little Nicky, The Wedding Singer. Is it wait, Little Nicky? Yeah. I, do you guys ever mix up Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller? No, never. never. I always do. Really? Yeah. Two I mean, white dudes. Yeah, funny. Sure. Honestly, <laughs> same to the same time, they were kind of both. Starring in very like-minded comedies, I would Maybe. say. I mean, I think of Ben Stiller, and I immediately think either um, there's something about Mary, yep, Meet the Funkers, or uh, Dodgeball, yep. No, no, no. and that's and uh, I mean, Zoolander there's that's me. no confusion with Adam Sandler for for me. I could see Ben Stiller doing The Wedding Singer. Oh yeah, of course. But I, I, I don't know. It just always like always felt to me that they get so many similar roles. Cards on the table. Maybe. I prefer Stiller, but. 
old Sandler's got a place you know with me as well. Not all of it. I don't, I don't like like um was it the stupid one? I say the stupid one. The <laughs> one where he's an idiot. Happy Gilmore. No, I like uh, Happy Gilmore. Water Billy Madison. Billy Madison. I just don't find oh, that funny. Waterboy. Waterboy is fine. It's that's on the cusp for me. Like it's, it's deeds. Mr. Deeds is kind of okay, but I, I like think it mostly De- it's the butler. No, I'm sorry. He's very sneaky. Very, very sneaky. I'm sorry, but they're all the same film. It is all the same person and they're all trash. You know, sometimes you gotta hear a voice like this. No, I can't do it because I'm not a moron, but you know, that's what a moron would sound like. Actually, the, the one film that I will give a pass is Click because I actually felt emotion. Click has made oh, me cry. Really? Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm a really big Henry Winkler fan, and when his dad uh, gets upset yeah. with him, yeah. that scene breaks my fucking heart. Yeah, I, yeah. like it's actual a, it, tears. It's like you know a bit. Of, it's a bit of a trashy film, you know, like cheap laughs and stuff. But then like there's an actual. It does like, have a heart to it. Yeah, yeah, and like, but that that's like the only pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? So what are we doing now? John Lovitz, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only because well, because he's mostly a character actor yeah. for bit parts yeah. and comedies, that's and right. that's fine. That's right. He's he's made his entire career on that. And, and I don't know what you're thinking. He's good at it. It's a comedy character actor. Seb's gonna think it's Paul Giamatti or <laughs> Stanley Tucci. No, no, no. They're very he different. He looks more like Paul Giamatti or Stanley Tucci <laughs> do to each other. <laughs> no, absolutely yeah. does not. Because I was I kept convinced uh, confusing John Lovitz with, um, you know, the guy in Spin City who's, um. It looks like John Lovitz, but he's not John Lovitz. <laughs> I kept confusing those two actors. I know the actor you mean. He's the one that's yeah. in Scrubs as the um, hypochondriac. Yes. As the hypochondriac? Um, I'll find him in a second. I actually think he looks like Jeffrey Ross. The comedian Jeffrey Ross. Who's Jeffrey Ross? Uh, I got a picture of him now, but let me. I'll, I'll, I'll try to find mean? some roles for you guys. Jeffrey Ross Noble. Because he does not look like Ross Noble. I, I don't recognize the name Jeffrey Ross. He's yeah. been in a bit, but let me just—I'll I mean, go through his list in the meantime. Um, the actor—I know the Alex. The one you're talking about, Alex. He's yeah. the bald, sweaty man from—is um, it just shoot me? Did you say, or was it um, the other one, Spin City? Oh, um, yeah, Spin Enrico, City. someone. I don't. The th- father from Veronica Mars. Is that who, is that who you're I talking about? I don't think that's who no. he means. I don't, okay. I don't know. We're cu- some people are just screaming at this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> sure. You bloody idiots! <laughs> I hope they're on trains. Um, Jeffrey, I hope you're on a train and you're yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Ross, it's difficult because he is mostly known for stand-up. So I can- I can And radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he should be known for radio. Um, this is just a nice artsy picture of him from his IMDb. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking um, about. He's on a lot of those Comedy Central roasts. Roast. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I thought And of. he's just as slimy. Um, so Spin City, uh, let me get this guy's maybe, name Yeah, maybe a John Lovitz with curly hair. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to look up this person for Alex's sake. It was sorry, it's Spin City, right? Spin City and Just Shoot Me are the same show. Richard Kind. No, it's not. Richard yeah. Richard Kind is the actor I believe Alex is talking yeah, about. That is, that is the one that I'm talking really? about. Really? Uh, I get no. that. Him, From Jeffrey Ross, and John Lovitz are some are some ugly fucking tri- triplet. <laughs> you guys have some weird no, no, facial no, okay, okay. recognition <laughs> association without having seen connections his face that you- in, <laughs> without having seen his face in years and having just watched this. All right, it's like okay, yeah. two white dudes, kind of. Like dark hair. Uh, like they're Jewish, thank you very much. Big mouths, yeah. Are Jews white? Um, I don't know. Some are. <laughs> Why not? Some are black, some as, are green. As for this Whatever. kind gentleman, he's been in a lot of roles. And once again, kind of like Jeffrey Ross yeah. and um, John Lovitz. Yeah. Just little oh. little bits here oh. and there, you know? Richard Kind as um, uh, Bobo in Inside Out. Yes, God, great role. That yeah. makes me cry every time, uh, every time he sacrifices himself. It's good. Do yourself a favor. It's quite well, good. Alex. I just added every single Disney and Pixar film to next year's sc- no, oh, yeah. no, we can't. Take that Disney versus Disney and Disney grown up and every other Disney podcast out there. We're taking you on. For Come for us. Oh, we've also decided that we're covering nothing but musicals and fan fiction. Oh, yeah, good, good. All these, all Can these we wonderful. Also, talk about like the technicalities of movies and how it all. Hey, every now and then, I mention a camera pan. Yeah. Um, They're like, no, that wasn't a camera pan. That was a camera swoop. It was definitely a <laughs> swoop. <laughs> well, when I made this film, I used all these, yeah. all these techniques. You know, except yeah. for, yeah. Um, I was actually, this is very off topic, but I feel as though this will be a bit of a brief review because it is like a, it's a 90 yeah. minute comedy. We were involved, um, we being um, Jessica and myself, in filming a bit of a promotional shoot for her wrestling character that's debuting. So we went up in- You mean they're different people? Yes, it's even worse. So Jessica is, um, her, 
her in-ring persona is kind of like a superhero character. And she also is like the backstage interviewer at this company. So she's portraying the backstage interviewer who has a secret identity. So really there's <laughs> nice. three Jess, this is what I'm saying. Um, anyway, we filmed a, a, a friend of mine, Jordan, who turns out out of the blue, just has an amazing fucking eye for cinematography. Um, we went out with a couple of our mates on a rooftop in Chinatown in the Valley. Nice. And we filmed for about five or six hours a Batman-esque, like taking down the muggers fight scene. And I'll show it to you guys after our recording. Mm. But um, between Jordan's filming and his editing, it has come out so fucking amazingly. Terrific. Like we're watching it and we're just like, this looks professional. <laughs> oh no, what have we done? <laughs> We've rocked the apple card of, prof- of no. Australian wrestling because <laughs> it looks, it's effectively a short film yeah. rather than just like, a, I'm going to take you down in your title bore because that's the whatever, you know, it ends up being like, we we ended up just filming like a fucking choreographed, choreographed <laughs> fight scene on a rooftop. So looking forward to that. Um, it's better than this film. I'm going to go and say, okay, this film's funnier, but I think genuinely there is no shot in this entire film that we watched this week that compares to any shot in this five minute short fight scene video. Well, speaking of this film, since we are- Taking you on, Hollywood. <laughs> coming for you. It's Yeah, it's not very well known. It's not terribly popular. It has a 5.5 score on IMDb, a 19% critical score on Rotten Tomatoes. Shocking. Which, look, I kind of understand. Yeah, comedy is subjective. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, and and even and even, you know, calling it a, it is it is a classic comedy in the sense that it's like other parody films. Yeah, it definitely, it right? definitely slid yeah. into that parody camp, which I didn't know going in. But it's still, a, but yeah. it's on the good side of a parody film. You know, it's uh, written by David Zucker. Um, it's a smart parody. For M- Michael Lokash, Nick Lokash, um, who wrote uh, the Naked Gun oh, uh, films yep. uh, together, and David Zucker did, um, oh god, he did Police Squad and all those other. Yeah, look, a lot of other stuff as well. Spoiler, and Pat, that's something that I might be bringing up in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat Proft, who wrote the Police Academy series. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so it's got some good comedy chops there. Yeah. Uh, definitely some some royalty, some comedy royalty. After everything I'll say about this film, it definitely does fall onto like the more intellectual side of parodies, which I feel like I'm grading idiots when I say that like which are you the smart idiot or the dumb yeah. idiot or the yeah. middle range idiot this is definitely a smart idiot and when, and when it comes to a parody or, or, or a straight comedy it's really difficult to take somebody's word on on when they say I didn't enjoy it all they're saying is I didn't find the jokes funny yeah they're not you can't really say it wasn't terribly good Unless it yeah. was objectively, you know, poorly filmed, which this isn't. It's it's a yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's a fine um, product. You know, everything's clear. Everything's the shot nicely. It has a story. Yeah, it yeah. Moves, yeah. I think it's got a bit more of a story than uh, Master of Disguise, <laughs> really. <laughs> and it deslimed John Lovitz. Yeah, which right. is well, well, honestly the most incredible nice, thing about this. For the nice most guy. part, for the most part, there's a scene in there that where he's. Basically, feeling up the lady. But actually, actually, I was basically. I was reading. I was reading John Lovett's bio on IMDb, yeah. um, and it was talking about how he encouraged Lisa Kudrow to take up acting, yeah. um, and he had a couple of spots on Friends as well when that was cool. when that was a thing. He encouraged um, Michael Lawn to get Phil Hartman onto SNL. Oh, cool! Mm. Um, and then he and Phil Hartman, you know suggested each other for, for, for acting roles um, yeah. while they were sort of in their, I don't want to say the height because John Lovitz has gone on to do stuff and Phil Hartman, unfortunately, his career was cut short when his Why? wife killed him. Who's this? Phil Hartman. Oh, Phil Hartman. You yeah. said, who are we covering yeah. in Jingle All The Way? Yeah. <laughs> he was um, Troy McClure yeah. from Simpsons. Yeah, Lionel Hutz. Yeah, L- was, yeah was Lionel Hutz yeah. or Troy McClure? Was he both? Yeah. He was both. It was both, yeah. Yeah. Good, good. He was character. also he was also the foil in Sergeant Bilko. Oh yeah. 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 So guys, this is a little bit off topic, but while, while <laughs> oh, sorry, and, and, and a thirty seven percent audience score. Right. So yeah, obviously the audience liked it more than the critics did, but still it's subjective, you know? Yeah. Not everybody likes the naked gun. Once again, to drive home how short I think this review will be, <laughs> I'm just gonna order some cold drinks to be Uber Eats to our house. Would anyone like a frappe? <laughs> Sure, yeah. If, uh, yeah. Salted caramel, chocolate, coffee, strawberry, anyone? Do they have banoffee? Um, not on this list. Do they have a, a pineapple frappe? 
Abs- these are all like coffee frappes. And I'll stuff. have a pineapple frappe. Okay, so I got chocolate, <laughs> strawberry, salted caramel, and coffee. Why? Seriously, why? I need to know. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm ordering myself one. I actually want to know. This is like um, not a, this is half a bit. Half of my, I'm putting an order look, in. Look, I'll, I'll get a chocolate one. Chocolate frappe or chocolate shake? Ooh. This is tough, guys. Like where, I said, where, short where, review. Wait, where are you going from? Just Macca's. Not Ooh. sponsored. Unless I'll, I'll take an uh, I'll take an iced coffee as close to coffee a frappe as, as yep, can I be can possible. exactly do a coffee frappe. Yeah, Perfect. Okay, I'll take a coffee frappe. Okay. So Not a chocolate one. Um, You're going to be interrupted because I've got a lot of good stuff to say. I've got four or five things to say. That's right. There'll be a point in this episode <laughs> where I'm just going to walk away to get some frappes, okay? so and But where? you're saying you won't. You're saying it'll be over by the time that happens. No, so no, 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 no. no I'm, just suggest- I'm just saying that I'm filling airtime with the fact that I'm definitely getting some non-sponsored frappes from my local McDonald's. Shall we move on to trivia? We're going to bleep that shit out, right? No, no, no. <laughs> We're allowed to say we bought something, just, you know, not sponsored. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Sorry, back to the frappes. Cream, anyone? Ah, <laughs> oh, sure. No, thank you. No cream? Oh, God, I had to split orders. It, oh, no. All right, fine. Add cream. Add cream. Do it. All right, done. All right, sorry. Enjoying. Trivia. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen one of these scenes before this movie, and it was oh. the the gentleman It's, it's with the cornrows, with the cop car, okay, yep. driving yeah. around his head. I don't know where I'd seen that from, but I'd seen that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little gag, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know where I'd seen <laughs> it prior. That, <laughs> I was like, I've seen this. Pretty much every scene where it's like there's a lot of shit going on in the background yeah. is a good scene. Yes. Like, there's and so much happening. So I I, uh. I, I was going to leave this until we talked about the good and, and the okay, birth we'll and such. It. Oh, no, yeah, but, no. but, but one, of the, one of the things about this, it's, it's a good classic kind of 80s, 90s comedy in the sense that there's a lot of stuff going on. Attention has been paid to put jokes into it, but they're in the background. The attention isn't drawn to them. If you miss them, you don't miss the story. Yeah. yeah. But you may enjoy it more when you see all the jokes and, and, yes. and, and sort of see all the things going on. Yep. Like when he's coming into the school for the first time, right? And he's being searched for weapons. He's just had his briefcase stolen. He's still holding on to the to the um to the handle yeah, from yeah. it. Right. And he's he doesn't have any weapons. He's this, you know, good good character. But he's walking through the security thing and the security guard takes the handle you know, that's left yeah. from his briefcase from him and just, what the f- <laughs> what, yeah. is, what are you trying to do with this? And that's a yeah. nice little gag. The whole point is that he's coming into this school. That's what the story is telling, but it, you know, tells this little joke along along the way. The, unlike Scary Movie, the movie doesn't stop to tell that joke and focus on it. It's just a part of the story. Yes. Yeah, this is one of the reasons I want us to, I mean, I, once again, it's difficult because I don't want to do many more parodies, yeah. but <laughs> Top Secret, because they're yeah. very good at, throwing in so much background yeah. stuff that if you see it, you'll laugh. And if you don't, well, you're, you're enjoying the foreground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Can we do um, Spy Kids? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but only if we can't do Lava Girl and Shark oh, Boy no, as well. No. <laughs> Done. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, I think I'm sick that weekend. I think I'm sick from washing my hair too <laughs> much. It's yeah. okay because there's three to four movies in the franchise. So you, you won't miss all of them. Oh, oh, I think there's oh. three Spy Kids and then Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So and I think there's four movies. That's a, oh God, well, that's a whole month of this. What's the one? Is it Liar or Big Fat Liar or something? I actually just rewatched that a couple of weeks ago. I was yeah. going to talk about it in one of the variety hours okay, coming well, up when I remembered. It's okay. But spoilers, it was not as good as I remembered. <laughs> Well, I I couldn't what, get a Frankie Muniz yeah. and um, Amanda Bynes. Yeah, yes. it was oh. it was rough. Yeah. It literally took me three nights to finish an hour and a half movie. Which, oh. but I was persistent because I was, every now and then I'm like, no, it must get better. Paul Giamatti's in that one. Yeah, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> 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 Paul Giamatti is in that. And he's I, um, I couldn't I couldn't get a budget read on this film, and I tried. Yeah. I I guess it just wasn't published somewhere. It wasn't notable enough to do or. They spent ten bucks. Maybe the you know the, the the production house you know went bankrupt before now before yeah. IMDb became a thing, um, but it did gross twenty one million. Now, in comparison to other comedies done at the time, um, Happy Gilmore I was surprised to learn only had a box office of like forty five million, mm. and a budget of about twenty. So it probably had a budget around twenty million. This film probably didn't make its money back. Um, mm. but 
that was a time when uh, when when film studios just made you know gave ten films a little a little budget throughout the whole year, mm. and one or two of them would make would enough make money to to, co- yeah. to cover it all, and that was just how they how they made films then. Mm. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> no, I got. I'm I got sorry. lost. <laughs> so I, he got lost in the um, in the face of Seb's dog sleeping on the couch. It was just so sweetly lying there. Its eyes were closed, and then I pointed at her, and she opened her eyes. And so still th- cute. Again, it's this film wasn't terribly popular, so there isn't much trivia. But I was surprised to learn that Trey Parker, oh yeah, was Park. offered to direct this film. Interesting, oh. and he turned it down. Smart. But Basketball, which he did direct. And starring, did oh no wait he did he direct basketball or was he just him and Matt Stone? It? it was their movies. I yeah, but David Zucker um, wrote that as well. Oh okay, yeah, he was involved. So they did end up working working together. So I don't know if they had been talking um, before oh. before basketball before South Park uh, came around because I think this came out just before South Park. If you're listening. And you would like us to review some sports movies culminating with basketball. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Maybe we do Remember the Titans. <laughs> Actually, no, we've done Remember the Titans. Haven't we? I think we did it one week. Okay. If yeah, not, we'll it's do it again. probably in we'll the not. back catalogue. We oh, could probably what, do we, it again. We've got 300 bloody episodes. Happy Gilmore, you could stick straight Happy in there. Happy Gilmore. I, I would throw in like a couple of good ones. Rush, maybe we'll go like Rocky 1 and 2 or something like that. I don't know, Lights. Yeah, and then we'll... Will culminate <laughs> with basketball, the best sports movie ever made. <laughs> yep. So, if you want to see that, uh, send us an email. Let us know. We don't want to cover stuff. I mean, we've got so many freaking movies to pick from. We don't want to. If it turns out sports is a massive turnoff, let us know before we commit. But in yeah. saying that, we will do the entire Cars franchise. So, um, <laughs> that counts as a sport, right? Death Race as well. I do like the Death Race movie. It's stupid, but it, it's like Fast and Furious, but like they get rid of all subtext and just add guns to the front of the cars. Yeah. Like, what more do you want? And yeah. it has Jason Statham in it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's true. Yeah. I'm still really tempted to do the Fast and Furious movies next year, but there's eight of them plus Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, so there's nine movies. And they are all, I, to be fair, they are so different from one another in that in the escalation from starting as, as racing films to ending with fighting super soldiers and Hobbs and Shaw. But it's such a, like, there is a growth there, but it's nothing that you'd mm. like, Andrew. Although you like 80s Arnold Schlock. Bacteria grows as well, Seb. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like this as a special patron only <laughs> series, that, let you us just still have to review them, guys. <laughs> yes. You just want payment for it? <laughs> yes. And, you know, I think we've only got two, so, you know. <laughs> well, to round off trivia, um, this film is uh, is a parody of Dangerous Minds, in case that wasn't obvious. Uh-huh. And for the foreign releases of this film, um, the title was often a pun of Dangerous Minds. In Portugal, specifically, it was titled uh, Mentes Pirosas, which literally translates to Tacky Minds. Oh, huh. well, there you go. And um, Mika Pfeiffer, who plays Griff, and Melinda Williams, who played Natalie, they married in real life after the film. Aww. 1999. So and then divorced in 2003. Oh, <laughs> that's a true, that's, that's true marriage. Everything ends, including marriage, guys. <laughs> so that's just natural. It's a natural Either in life. death. <laughs> Litigation. <laughs> or attempted murder. That's how you get it. Right, we'll that's do it. Movie yeah. babies, or unless you have any, I can make up some trivia. Sure. Um, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't. Um, this film starred... Um, John Lovett's who power. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> all right, so movie babies. <laughs> um, all right. This was definitely for me, Coach Carter, because this is okay. one of the reference points I have of teacher going to a lower income area school and, you know, yep. bringing together all the... All the rapscallions. And I was actually going to say Top Gun. Not Top Gun. I was going to say Naked Gun at first. But I actually, I don't know. It felt, maybe just because we've just recently watched it, but it felt way more closer to Shriek than me of the time period for some reason, which is Possibly. weird because Shriek's more modern. But yeah. I don't know. I, I got more was Shriek that, like, vibes. Like maybe the school years, setting. Though? The school setting is probably what's done it for me. Mm. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah, Shriek, if, it, if you know, I know what you did last <laughs> Friday the 13th. My goodness. Well, I had, I had that, more of a Naked Gun... Um, hot shots kind of feel to it mm-hmm. of that sort of level of parody, where it was, it was not so much 
trying to elevate it. It just took some scene or some some bit of dialogue in you know an otherwise serious film and just changed it around a little bit to to make it funny or make it a little bit absurd. Yeah, and that and that was the that was the joke. Um, I had and, like and, and and dangerous minds. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I had uh, wrongfully accused. Well, yep. Yeah, like that's yep. parody esque and and School of Rock. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, same yeah, sort of thing. Sort of yeah. School environment thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember when John did... Lovitz was a legit teacher, not impersonating someone? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, same same sort of thing. He takes a ragtag bunch and shows them that they they're worth more than they think they are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when we when we did The Fugitive and then had to, I think it's before your time Andrew, remember <laughs> then we had to do wrongfully accused and just how much it upset Zane? Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was I, I feel like he doesn't love Leslie Nielsen. At all, slash as much as we do. Oh, um, I, have a, I have a bit of a soft spot for Leslie Nielsen. Great, yeah. it's so yeah. funny. A cigarette. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> the hospital. What is it? <laughs> all right, we'll move on with the tweets, I guess. And today, I'm going to read it to you. Is it got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. Was all the trouble worth it for six kids? Hashtag, how do I reach these kids? <laughs> a teacher goes to the worst school in America to make sure six students can graduate while taking down the principal slash drug lord. Hashtag education. Great story, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything. <laughs> I think it's just because I have been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine coming into this. But it didn't once phase me that the, the, like the, the principal was like a drug lord. Right? So I'm like, of course, there's a criminal in this movie. Of course, it's just par for the course. Um, and her motivation, everybody's motivations make sense. Yeah, now, she's the principal of an inner city school where obviously, if she keeps the kids down, that's fertile ground for her to recruit her mules. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I had it prepped in my head. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It was a tweet about the poetry scene, but now I can't remember. <laughs> You know what? I will literally have to come back to this mid-review because I- Could you find something to rhyme with festering drippage? Oh, fe okay. Festering drippage <laughs> is the word. <laughs> Alex is actually musical and writes things like that. How are you, how are you feeling? What? <laughs> Remember in the poetry scene? I looked away for a second and I wasn't paying attention because I thought you were just going to spit your My tweet. thing out. Um, what did I miss? Or did, or did you mean the other poem? My benevolence is upset and so is my pride. That's why I took my bitch for a ride. <laughs> no, the first poem. <laughs> um, the girl, she, she reads a poem. It's really like dark and disgusting. And she like, I, I, yeah. stopped, I finished there because I couldn't oh, think of anything to rhyme with. hopelessness. <laughs> I'll come back to it. All right. Start with the good or the bad. Good. Sure. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy. Warning everyone, the fraps are two to three minutes away according to my phone. You lose Maybe it. I'll just, no, I, I, I want them for the review. <laughs> I want people to realize there was a, was a, there was a strict timeline on the review in which frappes were ordered and will arrive. That's right, clearly there's so much more to say about High School High than you had initially no, anticipated. I just, I think you misinterpreted. <laughs> I did the order on the episode to add more time to the episode. How dare you? I artificially ran the clock down a little bit. <laughs> Much like happened to the Brisbane Lions last night when GWS took them out of the semifinals, eliminating them by who's, three points. Who's that? AFL. It's not, this is not going to translate well. I didn't think we had a zoo in Brisbane. I hate you. We do. Do we? Yeah. Oh, well, we have an Australian, Australian zoo, zoo. but that's, that's not in Brisbane. No, it's down the sunny coast. Yeah. Do they have lions there? They've got tigers. Oh my. Sorry. Dreamworld has tigers too. Um... Probably more Dreamworld than two tigers. Does have tigers? They've definitely got giraffes and elephants at Australia Zoo and cassowaries. And I've actually gone on a cassowary bender lately because <laughs> of doing research on cassowaries. Because I found out that a a, a baby cassowary or a cassowary chick, for a lack of better description, looks almost identical to John Lovitz to an emu baby. <laughs> and it's even when they're in their like adolescent stages. They haven't turned blue. They haven't got like that black mane thing going and they haven't grown the horn yet. So you could think that you were raising an innocent, lovely emu. And then one day it's just got a, a fucking horn on its head and it wants to kill you. All right, look, I suggested this film 
<laughs> Can somebody acknowledge the fact that cassowaries are just stealth emus? <laughs> I have infiltrated the pack. I selected this. Know. They're terrifying animals. I selected this film and uh, at the risk of just listing the jokes that I liked in it, I'm prepared to go on the defense. Okay. Um, from what you guys liked or didn't like or... In, Andrew, it was an film. hour and twenty minutes of John Lovitz making funnies. I don't have that many yeah. complaints. I'll no, be honest. It's, it's uh, yeah. fine. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there's not too much bad about this film, but like all the good things are subjective to people. Well, let's just hit the bad tag no, as well. I mean, no, no. Uh, yeah, good. It's fine. Also, oh, this review is going quickly, <laughs> is it, Andrew? Oh, <laughs> you're right. Um, there's not much to say that, other than to list the jokes that you liked, which well, is no, not fair. Let's either. just go on. We'll go on a couple of them okay. because it's worth. It is worth mentioning the the. The dance. Yes. I, I, I found it hilarious that um, <laughs> it gets in, into the dance and then the um, the main guy, Griff, um, says to Natalie, oh, like, you, you want to dance or something? And they're like, okay. Oh, I don't know. I just you, met you. You want to <laughs> slow dance or something? And then they get in there and they're just grinding on each other. And like, <laughs> like, just straight away. Like, it just, it's just an innocent know, little yeah, dance. Yeah, <laughs> it just it tickled me. I liked one of the more subtle jokes in the dance scene where um, – they made the point of trying to keep the mobsters out and like, who's going to bring guns to a dance and all the yeah. boys are just like start tucking their chest. Yeah. Like it, I, the, the modern joke of that would have been them all you know, pulling their guns yeah. out. But yeah. this is them just I'm like, yeah, who would do that? I thought it was if funnier. it was If it was in scary movie, it would have gone to a close-up shot where somebody takes out, you know, opens up their jacket and they've got like a plunger and a rubber duck or something and a, and a, and a knife as well there. Or a gun just would have gone off in someone's coat. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's some Whereas horrible this is thing. just, no, I've, it's something yeah, who would bring a gun? Yeah. Like, <laughs> stupid. Um, I like that bit. And then he and Victoria are talking and a couple of guys come up to spike the drink in the background. Yes. And some guy takes a sip and just <laughs> immediately goes. I mean, a stupid gag, but it's yeah, it's there, it's funny. funny, it's in the background, yeah. And the, the DJ booth just being a giant boombox. Like, <laughs> I really liked one of the... Fun things. Um, like, I don't, I don't know how they did it, but it's kind of nice. When he's... In 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 the very first scene when um when he's in the boardroom with all the teachers yeah. and he's saying Father, will you just listen to me? He bashes his hand yeah. on the table and all, all the, spoons the spoons go into jump the thing. in. Yeah. Again, not really much point to it, but oh, if you, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I do like the little preamble to the game of chicken with the cars. Like some things are irreplaceable, and he's like, "No, I'll be fine." Just like, definitely <laughs> I was talking about the car. About the car. <laughs> like nice <laughs> basic stuff. They're not they're not rewriting the book and comedy here, but it's done well. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I do. This is more. Of I, I loved when he was driving, driving in, and he's and he's got the nice country song in, and he's looking at all the trees. Then he gets to the inner city, and the guy with the boombox comes across. Yeah. And the gag is okay. The boombox so loud that it overrides all the things, and then he's flipping through. <laughs> he can still hear the music, and he's flipping through his radio, and it's just that one song on all yeah. the channels. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I did like the idea. Like as soon as he crosses the border. Yeah, yeah, that's this is yeah, just exactly that's where it. you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I stupid thing, but when he was walking around the classroom when he first gets there, he's like, "This is amazing. It just needs, it just needs a coat of paint and a floor wax and the wiring and to be wa changed and this and that <laughs> and, and some pest control." Like, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, it's perfect. And he's just playing it so straight, which is lovely. <laughs> Guys, the fraps are so close right now. Oh my god, is he walking? Get <laughs> uh, he's walking them across to us. No, he's on the main. He'll be here soon. Um, I really liked. The principal Louise Fletcher put yes. in this. Yep. Um, I know her from this film. This is where I first saw her, but then she plays a Kai Win in Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. She plays the religious figure there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's on the villain side, but she's quite, um, she's quite justified in her. Yeah, really solid character. And just seeing the difference in the portrayal of somebody who's quite moral as, as Kai Win, and here somebody who is completely selfish and just completely in it for you know the money and that's it doesn't care about anyone going on and plays it brilliantly in both parts this actress really reminded me of have you guys seen third, the third rock from the sun the tv show yes yes albright the one that um yes. john lithgow's in love with that's jane Curtin. for some reason just their faces and some of the performance well, I, okay. I had to check because i actually Sisters. thought is that the same person no no, no, that's Jane I had to check though. And Louise Fletcher are two different people with different names, Seb. But which one of them's Stanley neither Tucci? of them? <laughs> neither <laughs> of them have a beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I had to check while watching it because I thought it was her. Because uh -huh, okay. I was like, yeah. I don't know, this movie's a bit old. They look a little bit different, but close enough that it could just be, you know, 
aged out mm. difference. In saying that, though, 96 is pretty much peak Third Rock period, isn't it? I think, yeah, yeah. No, I think it came out in 96. Third Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Good show, actually. I remember time. it being nice. Yeah. The, it's uh, it's it's Gordon Levitt. <laughs> it's the wonderful scene, the wonderful scene where John Lovitz has been called in to the principal's office and he's talking with her and she's monologuing a little bit and kind of trying to set him straight and okay you're here now but don't bother trying to change these kids there's no point and he sees a little thread on a on oh, a yeah. skirt ah, yes. and just pulls it it keeps on getting longer and then he you know is about to get caught so he tosses it but it gets into a fan and just shortens the skirt entirely. All that is happening in the background while they're talking and the rest of the scene is carrying on. It's a very well-done comedy in that sense that it doesn't stop the story to tell jokes. It tells them as a part of the story. Well, speaking of things going on in the background, (laughs) I'll be back with frappes. So I've got to carry this by selling more more jokes that I liked in it. Yep. And if you guys want to move on to the bad, you hit this button here, okay? The big blue one. There's two blue ones, but the one that's lower. Yep. Deal. Okay. Um, Um... the, the whole the whole film is really just a set of sketches. Yes, is it like every scene has but its own setup and punchline, and it's con- sort of self contained, but together they tell a story. But it's continuous. Because yes, they it all links together and they make sense. So as what a, ab- as a whole, you know? so what about what about um, Richard being a sort of bumbling guy, because when. Parko tries to kidnap Victoria and she starts kicking his ass. Yeah. And then John Lovitz comes in, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll save you, and just ends up hurting them both. Yes. <laughs> did, you, did you buy that? I thought it was funny. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, it, sure, whatever. It made sense? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, there, there was a story arch that made sense overall. Not yeah. It, no, it was. I I thought it was really nice. Um, uh, the whole the whole plan, like the whole the whole story as it's going along, is John Lovitz is at first just trying to Richard Clark yeah. is trying to set these kids right, yeah. and he eventually, after trying a, a few times to get Griff on board, gets him on board. He starts to teach um, the kids everything they they need to know to take this academic proficiency exam. Yeah, they take it. They think they nail it. Parker, who is the the gang member, tries to oh, or he or he does switch the tests. They all fail. So Griff ends up joining the gang because he thinks he has he has no future. And then the movie becomes about saving Griff from this from the gang situation because yeah. he's just going to be killed or just going to get put into um, uh, you know pulled back into this world that he's the, that he's see. come from. Yeah. It's a very well crafted story. To base a comedy on, I think. Yeah, you know, I will entirely defend it. And and the the big climax in in, in the restaurant, um, where they where they foil Mister Ray. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> John Lovett's just trying to be a gangster. Is is Larry? Yeah, yeah. Load me up a spike. Let's <laughs> let's let's get this shit into me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mister B. <laughs> Mister. D couldn't make it. <laughs> and Mr. C sent me. <laughs> so I'm back. Hello, Hi. with Fraps. With Fraps. And I, I would like, I mean, did you guys have a bit of a chuckle when you, okay, so we've got the door open, so we can let some air in, but I've blocked part of the door so the dogs are stuck in the room with us. They completely bypassed they it. Just walked, <laughs> they just walked right under my trap. Yeah. <laughs> and I did then, when coming back in, got to see them do it in person and just like getting down like commando style and crawling under that little thing. So good, good stuff. Can't trap these dogs. <laughs> And now I'm we have hilarious. fraps. And I, the whole climax, it builds up really nicely, really organically to this to this big showdown in the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. And we get payoff on jokes that are set up, you know, initially when, when Clark comes to the school, he mistakes the gym teacher for a guy. Mm. And then the, you get a nice little payoff at the, at the end of it mm. where he, he, he thinks uh, that she again is Mr. A. The Louis Fletcher's yeah. character and just, you know, sees her from behind and tackles her onto the thing and this was a new suit, pickle dick. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a nice payoff. Yeah. And the better ver- so the worst version would have been scary review one where it turns out she has like low hanging testicles oh and my stuff. God, so like, was- we've seen the worst uh, version of this joke. <laughs> yes. All right. Am I safe to assume you're still on the good? 
Go yeah, bad. Yeah, Go yeah, bad now, though? Sure. Oh, no, sorry. I, I don't know what I missed when I was out of the room. I'll, I'll so prepare my defenses. No, it's okay. Let's move on. Okay. Unless. No? Yeah. Oh, okay. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen, and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. Guys, what didn't work? Um, Honestly, not that much. It just wasn't like laugh out loud funny for me. That's, okay. I mean, a bit of a problem if it is a comedy like That's this, but I was probably why it wasn't it's, as popular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there, there were there were parts where, like, if I was watching uh, with particular company, I think I would have laughed and would be like <clears throat> in quotes memeing or <laughs> right, whatever. Okay. But. Yeah, like I, I watched it by myself, and is there anything that was too on the nose? Like even even the scene where um, uh, Victoria and and Richard are back at her place after the fight, and he's sort of comforting her, and it, ends up sleeping with her, or, <laughs> or her cat by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> is that is even that scene too on the nose, or is that kind of enjoyable in context? I, I it was funny. Yeah, like there was no okay. for me. It's just I don't know. It just didn't feel. It's going to be a weird way to phrase this, but it just didn't feel crisp. This film just kind of felt gross at points. And not gross okay. like it's being gross. Gross as in just from like a visual standpoint, I was I was very much distracted by just how it all looked. Okay. Which is a weird thing. Like I'm fine with old movies. This I mean, it's that old, 23 but, years old. But like I watch you know horror movies from the 80s that yeah. go for like huge effects that are like attacky as hell and that's fine. But this film just didn't feel... Right to me. I don't know. Interesting. It's a, it's a hard way to describe it, and I know it's kind of my job to describe it, so I'm just going to say it just didn't feel clean. It's a, it's a comedy and it's subjective. Yeah, I don't think there's any way around that. Just, yeah. you, either, you either like it or you don't. You either enjoy the jokes or don't find them funny, and there's not really much to say after that. But yeah. unlike Napoleon Dynamite, where I didn't laugh, oh, I know I laughed once. I only mean laughed out loud once in this film, but I actually could recognize, hey, this film is funny and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Whereas last time when we did one of these ones, it was just like, this is for me just trash. <laughs> so it's it's very yeah, different, okay. even though it wrong. sounds like my reaction is the same. It yeah. is different. Did you did you see the jokes coming? Some. I guess I guess that's another that's another thing. Was it obvious where they were going, or were they? genuinely a good punchline in that you were along for the ride and weren't quite sure. Some got me off guard, but I was never surprised. Yeah. You? No, no, I mean, the film doesn't go for that. It's not like it you know, goes for outlandish jokes or yeah. anything completely weird. But One thing that I forgot obvious to say jokes, that good yeah. was the, um, the security guard at the end in the in the thing, keep oh. patting him down. And he's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of these and one of us is going to have an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I quite enjoyed that. So okay. back to the He's bad. Such yeah. a gross man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, was like, I don't have that much bad to say because this film didn't do anything. I mean, I'd say it's pretty tame at some points. Maybe it's one of its faults is it's funny, but it's never, it's never daringly funny. Is John Lovitz a good lead? In, I, in, I enjoyed him. He's yeah. honestly the most enjoyable thing about this film was him for me. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, it's because everyone else is pretty flat. <laughs> like every other performance was not, not bad, but not great. Uh, nothing really stood out to me in them. Okay. Whereas like, I mean, Tia Carrera's um, character, Victoria, the secretary, the administrative assistant. Yeah, she's fine. I thought she was kind of wooden, um, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's exactly. She, she doesn't really go anywhere. She's kind of there and, um, you know, very helpful to, to Richard in the first place. And, you know, as a part of the story, she's enamored with him for some reason. For some unknown um, reason, yeah. I guess because he's such a, you know, um, highly principled uh, teacher yeah. and she just sees a lot of crap teachers around um so you can you can kind of buy it in context but yeah that's sort of her character she's just in love with richard mm. and that's it well, i i don't have much to say in the bad i know i'm happy not to harp on with it if no one else does like you can move I, along i was just going to say yeah. the one joke that if you think about it kind of doesn't make sense is uh the, the nice little payoff of the of the um the suburb that griff lives in the bus not stopping there Mm. Right, John Lovitz is on there trying to, I don't know if he's trying to get to Griff or just trying to go yeah. downtown to see what's going on, uh, but he's but he's on the bus and in next stop, please. Oh no, we don't stop in this in this neighbourhood, right? Later on, you see people trying to get on the bus, and the gag is that the bus doesn't stop, so they have to try and run on to to get on. Mm. But in the logic of that, 
why would anybody be waiting for a bus that they know isn't going to stop? Why wouldn't you just walk to somewhere where the bus does stop? <laughs> yes, again, funny, but it's fine. Yeah. Funny joke, and it and it's completely excusable because it is you know it's just a parody film, so you can have stupid jokes like that. But that's the only one that made me think. Hold on, this actually wouldn't work in the yeah. universe that it's establishing. Hundred yeah. percent. Anything else bad from you, Alex? Not inherently. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll move on to verdicts because I, I, I get, yeah, we all kind of get the gist of it. I think we, we all definitely watched the same movie, yeah? The best like, one I think of the we've three, all reacted. Right? Best one of the three. I selected the best film of all three. Oh, listen. Correct. Best second film. best. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, Napoleon Dynamite was a good film. Master <laughs> of Disguise genuinely makes me laugh Did out loud. Did you guys watch the video of the rap at the end? Absolutely that I not. Yeah, I loved it. I could, why would I want more Napoleon Jeff, Dynamite? You should have watched it. Why in the world would I subject myself to more of that trite? It's so good, and I can't believe I hadn't seen it. You know that was yeah. a reshoot? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise. No, when, when, because it was originally uh, an independent film, and yeah. when Fox picked it up, they got everybody back to reshoot that to include in the credit scene. Oh, okay. When they, when they released the film under under Fox. Right, yeah. okay. Well, well yeah, was, yeah, that shithead's day. Was, Let's go to the... There the was movie. more to it than Napoleon rides up on a horse yeah. after the song, and it's, ju- it's just beautiful. It is, it's nice. Yeah, I don't know in what reality <laughs> like, you thought I would watch more of that the, movie. In this you one. just should have watched it. <laughs> All right, verdicts? Sure. But to be the man... You gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the mind of Zeus. So I'll say, I'll say this for it. It is, it is a classic comedy, um, a classic '90s comedy in the sense that comedies these days are not told the same way. Correct. Right. This is a product of its era, and it's it's fast paced. You know, it 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 tells it tells a story along the way, and the gags are a part of the story or off to the side. They're not the main appeal of the film. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole thing is written as a script, not as a series of jokes. Yes. And it's and it and it works in in that sense. I don't think you could pull it off today. Um, because we just don't tell jokes the same way today as we did yeah. 20 years ago it's it's like home alone home alone one and two they yep. w- they worked um because of it was the slapstick you know like i'm, yeah. gonna, throw, I'm gonna throw um a tin of paint at you and it's gonna hit you in the face <laughs> but then when number three i don't know if you did you watch home alone three you know i've never seen it i've uh, seen one and two home alone three it's a different no no that's what, it, it is it's a different kid, kid. yeah yeah um, no. same premise the yeah. the toys got some thing in it and they're like a oh, it's some computer chip yeah. for a weapon or something yes. that gets in a remote controlled car and the kid ends up yeah. getting the car because he's sick right, 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 and they find out that that's where <laughs> it is and so the kid is home and these people try to infiltrate it didn't have the same vibe. As Home Alone one and two, and that was a shorter gap between Home Alone two and Home Alone three right. than the Home Alone that there's what can um, could be happening. Mm. There's a new Home Alone that could be happening under Disney or something. Yes, I was wondering how. We, sorry, I was but not I'll, paying attention. I got very confused <laughs> how we got to this. <laughs> Just like I was waiting for the John Lovitz tie-in. <laughs> no, um, what I mean is uh, the comedy has changed that much mm. on the on that note that it's not I don't think it's going to work. So if they tried to do this movie again today, I don't think it would work the same. Yeah. Oh, I just think just from a just from a 2019 perspective of racial sensitivity, I feel as though the opening of this film would not pass. <laughs> um there was a lot of stuff in this film. Wellington Academy, are you white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good joke. I could, I could. Certain you know, people can make that joke. Yeah, I could, I could hear that in a in a Jordan Peele movie. Yes, and I think it would be perfectly fine. You definitely, they, they would do it a little bit differently, I think. But if this exact film came out, I reckon it could get into a little bit of trouble. Maybe, but well, who knows? But I think more of the we we just tell jokes a different way. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's I mean, this is one of the reasons I'm kind of against doing comedies, only because comedy does yeah. evolve. It, yeah, oh, absolutely. It, we it, could watch objectively the funniest film of the 1990s 
and then the least funny film of the 2000s. And we've probably, I mean, depending on the quality of the film, we might all enjoy the 2000s one more just because it's closer to what's considered comedy today. And obviously so. jokes tend to build off each other, I find. So yeah. you watch a film from 20 years ago to watch a film from 10 to watch a film from today. And you're going to see kind of the same progression of jokes, but now they're told in a way that's funny again rather than the, yeah, I don't know. Well, and also, Alex, did you recommend or not? I didn't catch that part. Yeah, I think I'd watch it again. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'd I'd probably want to watch it with a group of friends yeah. um, to like have a more enjoyable experience with it. But yeah. Um, it, it was fine. <laughs> I probably, honestly, and it wasn't long, but I'd honestly probably, I'm not going to actively seek out to watch it again. Not because it was bad or anything, just because I, I don't feel there's anything else I could get from this. And it wasn't enjoyable enough to me that like, I'm not going to be like when Jess gets back from a trip, hey, hun, you you've got to watch this film. It's you great. You should though. But I'm not going to. Oh. So you're the group of friends that I was in, <laughs> having in mind to watch. Yeah, it so I can't make it. I'm. I'm actively, you're actually dead inside. I'm, okay, I'm yeah, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm actively not watching that film that night. So yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've got cancer of the eyebrow. I have to. Oh, yeah, no. so, it out. Yeah. So yeah, this is not my typical. I'm not recommending it because it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just because I'm done with this. Like I, I have nothing else I need from it. Okay. So, but but it was fine. Then like, I'm, I'm, done I'm with you gonna, If you haven't seen it before, definitely give it a watch. But. If you're coming back to it, trust me. You'll find other stuff that kind of ticks the same boxes, I think, yeah. a lot better. All right. See a few snippets of SNL. If you, if you haven't seen any John Lovitz before, watch a few of his sketches on SNL, and if you like the comedy, you'll probably like High School High. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of what we've got coming up, um, we're actually back to the Shyamalan series, aren't we? <sighs> Shyamalan, ding dong. Just when I thought we were seeing the light at the end of the tunnel... I'm not 100% on the order, but it the It turns out it's a guy with a torch and the guy is Shyamalan. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, we've got the two films that we've got coming up prior to our review of Joker, which will be the week after that, those two. In no particular order, we've got The Sixth Sense coming up <laughs> and The Happening. So that we've literally, <laughs> is it that order, was it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, so we literally are debatably doing his best than his worst in a row. Um, so that's going to be really fun. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, and unfortunately, due to scheduling and me being on holidays, I won't be there for it. <sighs> yep. So it'll just be the two of us. I don't have to watch those movies. <laughs> I'll see if we can source a guest. And if not, it'll just be the old tag team of Andrew and Seb and we'll make it work. But um, yeah, so we've got those. And then the week after that, we'll be doing our review of Joker because it actually hasn't come out. In I think it looks pretty good. Australia. I've heard ridiculously good things about it, which kind of... I'm trying not to read too much into it because when it's all positive, I don't want to build it up and then hate it. But but it looks good. It does look good. Really, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix looks like he's going to pull off a really creepy Joker. Yeah, genuinely. And, and an original Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex should be back for those, I think. Maybe. I think he will, eh? Maybe. Maba. If not, yeah, you might be going for the next three, depending <laughs> on how it gets cut after this one. Yeah. Find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. And if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Um, go to facebook.com slash second take and look at our Facebook page. That's true. There's look at 10, our 10,000 of you that out there that have. So well done. You've Do done it. More. You've done it all. <laughs> Get more. And then everyone, go to our Patreon. Every one of you Facebook listeners, go to our Patreon and just pledge $1. That would be. It's just a one off of $1. Yeah. Um, that's all we need our Patreon is of course so helpful patreon.com slash second take um, you can also send us an email secondtakepodcast at gmail.com or jump onto our website you can check out our entire back catalogue of episodes secondtakepodcast.com I like I, to call that a backalogue you mean you can yeah I won't stop you thanks Perfect. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and we'll see remember, you on Wednesday for the Variety Hour. Sorry, Andrew, what was that? I was just going to say, remember the home hardware ads where instead of calling it, because it was a dog that was the mascot, instead of calling it a catalogue, they called it a dogalogue. <laughs> That's great. <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on Wednesday.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.